Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us in this episode of Taking the Road Less Traveled Through a Disrupted World with David Irvin and myself, Allie Stone. podcast is to have open-hearted, real conversations about our authentic journey through this disrupted time in our world. And we also feel that what we learn from this journey will be able to apply to an emerging new world when we come out the other side. In our commitment to make a difference to difference makers, we want to use this podcast to explore what's happening in this time in our lives and as well as what's happening in the lives of those of you who are committed to making a difference making a difference the authentic way. Now, David's mission is to connect leaders to their authentic selves, which inspires and enables them to have a meaningful impact on their organizations, communities, and even their families. David says leadership at its core is about influence and it has nothing to do with our titles or the letters behind our names or even the sizes of our offices. Leadership is about the capacity to inspire others to action. It truly is about making a difference. And Allie Stone has joined me on this journey as she has a deep understanding of what it means to lead authentically. She has spent the last 15 years of her career exploring what caring leadership looks like and how organizations can be built from the heart and still be truly successful. For Allie, leadership is life. She believes anything involving human connection is all interconnected in the experience of living. And she is passionate about working with other leaders who are inspired to create something similar. It is her belief that sharing her lessons will help other leaders gain deeper insights and understanding as to the infinite possibility that lies ahead for each of us when we connect with our hearts. Hi, everybody. We're back for another week of the Other Everest podcast. I am Allie Stone, and this is my host here, David Irvin, and we are both just so excited and honored to be here, as always, with you. We are kicking off a new month. It's April. That means summer is coming, the birds are chirping, the rabbits are out, and the coyotes, but that's okay, too. Things are going to turn green and life is going to come back alive. And this is always such an exciting time of year. So I'm really excited to, yeah, just move forward a little bit here and move into some new freshness in our world. I think it's going to be really nice. So Dave, it's really great to see you. Thanks for being here again with me today. Always great, Allie. Always fun. (laughs) Always something new to learn. Yeah. It feels like an adventure every time you and I get together. (laughs) it's always an adventure there's never a dull moment (laughs) I was saying that um last month exploring the questions and kind of uh taking a topic and spending some time working on it was so valuable for me I felt like like I would go away every week and I would really think about what we were talking about and process it and it was such a good Um, month because we did psychological safety and on April 9th we're going to do our free webinar on psychological safety how to assess it how to create it and how to sustain it and that's gonna be awesome so if you want to learn more about that and hang out with us you're more than welcome to come and again I'll put those all those notes in the in the uh, session notes for you Um, but we are in a new month we're gonna we're gonna start somewhere new so we're gonna talk about authenticity in relationships 
Now we had talked about what is required to show up authentically. Yeah. And so that can be kind of a loaded question. <laughs> Where would you like to start with that today? Well, first of all, there's two questions that kind of go before how do you show up and what's required to be authentic. And that is why should we care about authenticity in relationships? And the second question would be, what is authenticity? Maybe we need to do a little bit of review on that mm -hmm. because authenticity starts with showing up for ourselves yeah. in life. Yeah. So can you give me your take on that? What is authenticity from your perspective, Allie? And why, why be even concerned? Why care about authenticity in relationships? Yeah, well, I think, so I don't know. I mean, you know me, I kind of like to make up my own definition and vocabulary around things, but I think that authenticity for me is um, this feeling inside that I'm doing what I feel is right based on my morals and, and my compass and, and how I want to show up in the world. But how I show up in the world won't happen unless I first know what's important to me inside. So understanding what I value, um, how I want to care for myself, how I want to treat myself, and then working that process from the inside out, it, it is essentially authenticity to me. That's how I see it. Um, and I think when you often say this, but when you're in the presence of authenticity, it's really hard to describe. So I'm kind of like, just kind of rambling words right now, but I, you said it one time and I was like, that's it. And you said it was like being in the presence of beauty. And I was like, yes, like when you're around something that's, that's beautiful, you're like, oh. and you, everything's just a little bit lighter and you breathe a little bit lighter and you're just happy to be in the presence of that. I think when I'm in the presence of somebody authentic, I feel the same way. So I would like to put that out into the world, but first give that to myself. That's magnificent. It's beautiful and it's authentic and it's real. And it also implies you don't have to be perfect at this. In fact, if you create an illusion of that, you've got it all together, it's going to not be authentic. It is in, mm -hmm. its, in itself an expression of being human. Yeah. And, and the appreciation of humanness and the uniqueness, uniqueness that we bring to the world. Yeah. So let's talk for a second. If you could now answer, why is it important to bring that sense of authenticity in your relationships? And I would like our listeners to think back in their life. What was what has it been like to be in a relationship at work, to go to go to work where you have to leave who you are at the door? Mm. What's it like to be in a significant relationship? where you don't feel safe, you know, this gets back a little bit to safety, but where you don't feel like this is a, a safe place to be you. Mm -hmm. What's it like? What does it feel like to not be in an authentic relationship? Oh, it feels awful. Especially Dave, like once you know who you are authentically, it's like you're living your life completely out of alignment. So like it's really, it's really hard to stay in that for any length of time, because usually when you know who you are authentically and you care for and love yourself, you're not actually willing to put yourself in that situation for very long either. Um, but when you're there, like if I was to describe what that feels like, 
it's heavy, it's dark, it's uh, a lot <laughs> would be a word I would use. It feels forced, like you have to really show up in a way that's kind of armored up so that you don't get, what would the word be, injured, <laughs> right, uh, in a certain sense. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, as you say that, I just have a real sense of like, feelings that would actually go through my my body and my kind of way of thinking is I would have to show up that way and we've all been in these situations right like that's part of life and sometimes we have to navigate that but we'll get to that later in the month <laughs> but I think that um this feeling is so incredibly important because when we can understand then we can start to work with it right and know we're a little bit out of alignment so if I asked you the same question, like, what does it feel like for, for you when you show up and it's not authentic for you? Like yeah, it's what, in my body. Yeah. You know, it's in my body. Um, it's, it's the difference between feeling like you're what we call shackled up or unshackled. And it just feels like I'm locked. Mm -hmm. There's no creativity. There's no spontaneity. There's no fun because I'm on guard all the time and I'm protecting it, it's it means that I'm kind of protecting and guarded and some of it is not the relationship problem some of it's I, well I you know I, there's been people I've been around in my life that I thought I can't be authentic with this person I remember back in the 90s I was in business with with three other guys who were really strong and I was you know it was they had was their model and we had written this this book on authentic about accountability actually and I, you know, and I'd brought my philosophy in and I was very timid and they, we were in the middle of really expanding our, our IT systems and our computers. And I, they were spending a lot of money and I was really timid to do that. I was thinking, oh, I, I can't be authentic. I can't be honest in this relationship. And I, and, you know, and, and we're, we're setting it up for our next budget, you know, our, you know, our annual budget. And I was so scared and, uh, and, you know, I was starting to point fingers at them that they weren't making it safe for me, that they weren't um, allowing me to be authentic because they were so strong and they were so visionary and so clear where they were going. And I, I just felt like I didn't know where I fit. And I just I, I lost sleep rehearsing what I was going to say to them in that oh. in this budgetary. I was just I was just sweating. Mm -hmm. And I came to the meeting and I said, and they all proposed, this is what we should spend the next round of money on the new technology. Because this was back when, you know, computers were just beginning to be a big thing. And, you know, we were, and they were cost, it cost a mint to buy computers back in those days. And I just spoke up and I, 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 I just was shaking, sweating. And I said, I don't think we should do that. And they looked at me and they said, okay, then we won't. <laughs> and it was like, it was like I was creating all this story in my mind when it wasn't even there. So sometimes I'm not authentic in a relationship out of my own insecurity. And sometimes there's something in the other person. And usually it's somewhat of both. Mm -hmm. but, you know, we're going to get into this, but part of the uh, requirement for being authentic is the, is the giving ourselves permission to learn, to learn about ourselves because you're, you know, the fact that you could describe authenticity in the way that you did requires some self-awareness. So you got to do some work on yourself to understand what does it mean 
to be authentic. And many of us have just spent our lifetime giving the world what the world wants. And we just, it's, it's an undeveloped muscle. Yeah. Yeah. 100. I don't know if you heard me when you were like, I stayed up all night thinking about the conversation. I was like, Oh, <laughs> you just like totally hit a trigger for me there. I'm like, I don't know how many times I've done that to myself. And then, you know, like I'll be downstairs making my coffee and talking to myself and talking through the conversation. And then I'll be like, Oh my gosh, my husband thinks I'm a crazy person right now. <laughs> right? And you know, you just get so wrapped up in it. And I always talk, it's so interesting because I haven't talked about it in regards to authenticity. I talk about it in my mindfulness programs and I talk about the mental chatter and the mind traps, but I've never actually talked about it. So that's why I was kind of like, oh yeah, it totally applies here too. And you can just get, you can totally get caught. And that's just part of the human experience. And that requires some awareness to pull back and, and look at that anyway as well. But anyhow, you really got me with that. <laughs> If you saw me some days, you would have a good laugh. <laughs> but you know, like it's an but that's authentic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is authentic. Even though, like, I realize I don't know if anybody else does this. I might be like just saying something that's going to really make me sound crazy. But like, I will literally be having this conversation out loud to myself for a minute because I think I'm alone, and then realize I'm not alone. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Chris is upstairs. He's totally listening to me. Like <laughs> rehearse this conversation. So um, yeah, that's always slightly embarrassing when that happens. Thank heavens we have accepting spouses in our life. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he puts up with me. So it's good. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So I mean, like what's required to show up authentically? A little bit of humility, a little bit of grace, right? A little bit of understanding that we're human and we're not perfect and we don't have to hold each other to the sword and die on it. Um, that if we yeah. have goodwill, we can work on this, right? And I would add that we bring some curiosity, some uh, a commitment to self-awareness that we hold this loosely. I'm going to learn about me. You learn about you. Let's learn this. Let's learn together. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that's so good. And I think that um, so much potential exists when we approach a relationship from that mindset. You know, now we're, we're going to get into this in more detail, Yeah. but I think, I think we'll just leave it there for today to just plant a seed to ask our listeners, where, where does authenticity fit in your relationships? Which relationships in your life do you feel safe to be authentic with? And what risks need to be taken on your part to bring authenticity? Because authenticity in some ways is not necessarily a, a prerequisite, but it's an outcome. Mm -hmm. So you can say, well, I'm going to wait to be authentic until you're authentic. Well, that tends to not be a good path. So that's not going to end, uh, you know, with the result that you're likely wanting. Yeah. And it, it actually requires, hey, I, I want to, I got to risk being some authentic, bringing authenticity. Yeah. And then by me authentic, being authentic, it invites you to then be authentic. But it's, yeah. it's a little bit like love. It doesn't come from the other person. Yeah. It yeah. goes through us. Yeah. It comes from us and goes through us. I think it's a derivative of love. <laughs> Personally, but <laughs> we can also well, get to it's that. It's interesting. <laughs> like 
we look at authenticity as the essence of who a person is when they're born. Anybody with anybody with that any parent that has more than one child or any aunt or uncle that has more than one niece or nephew in their life understands right from day one that kids have their own essence. And what we want to do is go back to that essential self. So when people walk around being a jerk, using that as an excuse, well, I'm just, I'm just being authentic. Well, that's not authentic. That's a different side of, that's a different self than your authentic self. It's your protective self, whatever you want to call it, because we're not born jerks. We've talked about that in this, in this podcast, but when we go back to the original, who we are, there are three universal qualities that in my mind, uh, are ways that we can hold up to measuring whether something is authentic or not. And number one, it has beauty. Number two, it has love. And number three, it has truth. Mm. And we'll get into that more in our next session. But it's pretty fundamental. Our human species would not survive without those three things. Yeah. If we didn't love and have beauty and you know if, if the experience of, of having a, a baby around wasn't full of those three things we wouldn't have any more babies so it, it's it that's one of the ways that you can really see um in yourself and in others when there's authenticity in a relationship yeah i think that that's beautiful and i also um think dave that that's what separates us from everything else that's living on the planet <clears throat> is that we have this incredible capacity <laughs> to lean into these things and how amazing is that right so um we need to honor it and embrace it and work with it and get a little messy with it and and enjoy the ride right <laughs> what i i want to explore actually next time what does it actually mean to bring truth to a relationship because mm. uh, i've got some ideas about that that okay. in order to make it authentic uh, it's truthful and what we sometimes think is truthful is a pretty limited view, which isn't truthful at all. Thank you so much for joining us once again for another episode of The Other Everest. It's our mission to continue to bring you engaging, heartwarming, and inspiring content. So if you have any feedback or suggestions, please feel free to visit davidirvin.com at any time, as we would love to hear from you. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please rate it or subscribe or simply share the episodes with people you know who would also enjoy this conversation. Authentic leaders create ripples in time. Those ripples extend to generations yet unborn. And it's not just impact in the here and now, but impact in here and forever. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of this journey with us. Until we meet again.